With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Daf Mem Tes, page 49. We're in the middle of discussing the concept, the argument between Mishmol and Rabbi Akiva, whether when someone damages, we'll use names Ruvain and Shimon. Ruvain, his ox went and ate up Shimon's field, a piece of part of Shimon's field. Now, Shimon is the one who was damaged, Ruvain was the one who caused the damage. So, when we say that the, the Ruvain who has to pay back has to pay back from the best fields, whose best fields? So Rabbi Shema, we said, holds that you go by the best fields of Shimon, of the one who was damaged. Rabbi Kiva says that whose fields do we go to the best fields of the one who caused the damage? My time is Rabbi Shema, four lines in. What's the reasoning of Rabbi Shema? Nemra Sada Lamata. It says the word Sada below, Venemra Sada Lamala. And it says the word Sada, which means a field above. Ma Sada Hamur Lamala Denizik. Just like the field that's getting damaged was the one of the one who was damaged. So too, when it says later on, a field, and you're paying back with a field, it means the best of the fields, the one who got damaged. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, no. It says, the verse says that he has to pay the best of his fields. So the Hayek, the Kamashalim. It means the best of the fields of the one who is paying. So here we have two things. We have a Gzeira which is connecting the lower Sada to the upper Sada. And we have the verse itself, which seems to imply that uh, you have to use the best of the Mazik, of the one who caused the damage. So Rabbi Shmuel says, I'm going to use both the Gzeira and the verse itself. So now, how does that work? The Gzereshava, the connection between the, the lower Sada and the upper one, the previous verse, so that we explained already. That's to teach you that you, normally you judge based on the one, the, the best field of the one who got damaged. Ahanikra, how do we get to, how do we explain the verse itself, which seems to imply that you could use the best of the one who caused the damage? Let's say the one who caused the damage has a very good field and a very bad field. And the worst field of the one who caused the damage is not as good as the best field of the one who was damaged. Thus, we can't, he can't, the one who, the one who caused the damage, he can't use the best of the one who, who was damaged because he doesn't have a field that lines up with that. So what does he do? He pays, meaning the one who caused the damage pays from the best of his fields, despite the fact that it's better than the best of the one who was damaged. Now the Gemara returns to the Brisa and starts to evaluate something. Rabbi Kiva, I mean, Rabbi Kiva says, The verse is only coming to teach us that he uses the best of the one who caused the damage. And certainly in regards to some kind of damage that involved holy articles, something that was holy to the temple. My kalva chaimer lehektish. What does it mean? Certainly, in regards to hektish. If the case is where a regular, non-sacred uh, ox went and gored a sacred ox, an ox that was hektish, the Torah says that only when do you have to pay any damages? Only if one ox gores the ox of his friend, but not the ox of hektish. So it can't be that case. What's the case? The case is where a guy said, I'm going to pay $100, I'm going to give that money over to the, to the temple. That the, what is it coming to teach us? Nothing to do with damages. But it's coming to tell us that if, if someone says, I'm going to give money, and he doesn't have any money, so he can come and collect, the, the treasurer of the temple could come and collect from his best property. So the Gemara says, wait, why is it any better than a person who owes money to someone else? When you owe money to someone, he doesn't have the right to collect from your best fields. All he can collect from is the medium 
fields. And if you want to say that it's because Rabbi Akiva holds Balchayv Shakil Be'edis, that really a Balchayv, a person who's owed money, has the ability to collect from the best. Kenizakin, just like in regards to someone who has caused damage, Ikalamifrach, we have a problem because you can ask a Pircha, how can you compare them? In regards to somebody who owes money, so he has power when it comes to Nizakin. Tamar Behektish, how can you prove anything in regards to something that's holy? Because it doesn't have the ability to collect at all when it comes to damages. So therefore, even if it would be true that someone who's owed money can collect from the best properties, you wouldn't be able to prove that in regards to Hektish. It wouldn't be true. You couldn't learn that out. The Gemara says, we're going back to the original Pshat, that really the case is talking about where an ox, an, an, a non-sacred ox, went and gored a sacred ox. Rabbi Kiva suffered like Rabbi ben Menasya. And Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi ben Yasya, the Tanya, we learned in the Raisa, Rabbi ben Menasya, Oimer, he said, If you have a sacred ox that went and gored a non-sacred ox, so there's no hischaibus, there's no obligation to pay. The temple does not have to pay. However, holds in regard to a regular person's ox that went and gored the ox, a holy ox. Whether we're talking about uh, an animal that is gored previously or not, you always pay full price. Whereas, when a normal a normal person's ox goes and gores, and it hasn't gored three times, so it only pays half, pays chasi nezek. But in regards to, basically what we're doing is we're saying that in regards, instead of saying that in regards to hektish, it's excluded completely from the law, and you don't have to pay anything. Here, what Shimon Benassi holds is that it is excluded from the regular law of an ox goring. And therefore, in regards to a regular ox, you pay chatzinezek, but in regards to this ox, a holy ox, so you're going you're gonna to have to pay full nezek shalim, no matter what, even if the, the ox that's goring has only gored once. So basically the bottom line here is that according to Rabbi Kiva, when we say when we say that it's certainly so in regards to Hektish, what we're saying is if there's any kind of damage to Hektish, you certainly have to pay from the best of your fields, and that's the bottom line of what's going on here. So now the Gemara has a problem with that. If it's true that that's what he's saying, that's what Rabbi Kiva is saying, we said previously that the argument between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva was talking about a specific case, the case where the best one the best field of the one who got damaged was the same as the worst field of the one who caused the damage. And the argument was about whose best do you have to pay from? The best of the one who was damaged or the best of the one who caused the damage? Right? That was what we said. So who, why do we have to say that that's the case? Dilma, perhaps, the Kuleyama B'denizik Shamina. Maybe everyone agrees that really you go after the best field of the one who got damaged. So, and in and the Brisa, when Rabbi Kiva says that the verse is coming to teach us that you give the best of his fields, he's not coming to argue in that regard. Maybe he's only coming to argue in regard to, to Hektish. That Rabbi Kiva holds that in regard to Hektish, you also have to pay from the best of your field. And Rabbi Shmuel holds no, that you don't have to pay from the best of your fields. And they're arguing about the case of Hektish. And they'd be arguing exactly the same exact argument as Rabbi Shmuel and the rabbis. Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Shimon that indeed if your ox gores an ox, a holy ox, you have to pay. And Rabbi Shimon holds like the rabbis that no, we don't say this in regards to Hektish, you don't have to pay. 
The Gemara responds and says, No, Im Kane, if that would be so, my loy bohakasuf. What does it mean when Rabbi Kiva says the verse is only coming to say? It sounds like already at that point when he's saying that you have to collect from the best, he's coming to say differently than what Rabbi Shmuel said, meaning he's coming to say that you don't collect from the best of the nizak, of the one who got damaged, but rather the best of the one who caused the damage. V'oid, another problem with saying that, like we, like we just said, that the argument has to do with the same argument as Rabbi Shmuel and the rabbis, my kal v'choymer lehektish. What do you mean kal v'choymer lehektish? That would imply that we have some kind of chumra, some kind of stringency by the case of the damages, the regular case of damages, and the stringency if it applies by something which is not holy. Certainly the stringency applies by something which is as holy as hectish. But wait, if Rabbi Akiva is agreeing to Rabbi Shmuel that there is a leniency, which is that you only collect from the best of the nizak, from the one who is damaged, not the one who caused the damage, then there's no kal There's no You can't talk about saying that the stringency that applies to the weaker thing certainly applies to the more stringent thing. Here we're talking about leniencies that apply to the lenient thing. That doesn't make sense. V'oid, another problem, Ha'amar of Ashi, Ravashi brought down the following brisa, which says it explicitly that we argue about, like we said before, Tanya Behedya, we have an explicit brisa. The verse says that the best of his fields and the best of his vineyards he shall pay. Meitav sadehu shall nizak, meitav karma shall nizak. Bishmal says the best of the one who got damaged and the best of the vineyards of the one who got damaged. That's how we evaluate it. Rabbi Kiva, oh, Rabbi Kiva says, meitav sadehu shall mazik, meitav karma shall mazik. Then no, we're talking about the best of the fields of the one who caused the damage and the best of the vineyards of the one who caused the damage. So we see that that can't be the argument. So therefore, that can't be that what they're arguing about has to do with whether or not you collect from the best in regards to hektish. Now, we continue. Ravina Amar. Ravina says a totally different explanation of our Mishnah. We're going back to that which we said at the very beginning of the Gemara, which was that Abayah said that why in the Mishnah is it a derabanan? What are we talking about that you collect from the best only from the rabbis, a tikkun ha'olam, some kind of rectification of the world? So Ravina says, La'olam asnisin Rabbi Kivahi. Whereas Abayah was saying that our Mishnah was Rabbi Shmuel, Ravina says, no, the Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva. The Amar Midah but the Mazik Shaminon, who says that really from the Torah you collect from the best of the one who caused the damage. So what's the pshat? So then why do we, what do you mean it's from the rabbis? Rabbi Shimon, he, the Darish time of the Kra. And what do we mean that it's Takana? It's a Takana Island, it's a kind of rectification for the world. So it's like Rabbi Shimon who says that we, we explain the reasoning of the verses. Umatam ka'amar. We're saying an explanation. What's the reason why we go and we collect the best of his fields in regards to the damages? For those who are stealers and those who force people to sell their properties. So that person should say, Why am I stealing? And why am I forcing people to sell me their properties? They're going to come, and they're going to take my best fields. They're going to depend on that, which the verse says, that uh, you got to collect from the best of the fields of the one who caused the damage. That's why they said, That's why the rabbi said, but it's based on the verse, that the explanation is, that the reason why we say in the Torah, the Torah says, to collect from the best of their fields is to prevent people from causing damage or stealing. What's the understanding of the fact, this price continues, what's the understanding of the fact that a person who owes money pays from the medium of the field? person says to himself, oh, look, my friend Bob, he's got a beautiful field. He's got a great house. And so he's going to say to himself, I'm going to go and I'm going to jump and I'm going to lend him money. And this way, I know he's not going to be able to pay me back and then I'm going to be able to collect his really nice house. That's why they said, that all a person who is owed money can collect from is medium fields, not the best fields.
So the Gemara says, So if that's the case, to prevent him from trying to grab the guy's best stuff, so he shouldn't even get the middle stuff. Let him get the worst stuff. In Cain, so, the, so we say, Then it can prevent people from lending money, because if I know that if you don't pay, I'm going to get a lousy, disgusting, horrible field, I'm not going to want to lend you money in the first place. So we say, rather, you get a medium-level quality field. However, in regards to a woman collecting her money from her ksuva, she only gets the worst quality fields. According to Rabbi Huda, Rameir says he gets the medium quality. Rabbi explained why is it that they said that a woman collects her ksuva from the lowest quality? Because even more than a man wants to get married, a woman wants to get married. Meaning that her she, she she'll do whatever it takes. She doesn't even care if she's not going to end up with so much money in the end if anything bad happens. She's willing to take those risks. So therefore, she gets zibaris. Another explanation. Now we're going to see that this is actually not another explanation, but it's a different statement. But in the Havimina, it's an explanation. A woman goes out, you know, against her will, or, you know, whether she wants to or not. A man can only divorce her from his own will. I mean, you can't really force him. He has to do it of his own accord. So it sounds like in the Havimina, that basically, this woman, she, you know, she doesn't have the upper hand in, in these matters, and therefore all she gets is the lower class field. Now the Gemara says, "My What is the second thing coming to teach us? It doesn't really make sense that we're giving a second explanation. So what is it really coming to teach us? It's like this: If you would have said, just like if he wants to get rid of her, so so therefore the rabbi said that he has to give her money. Let's say if she wants to get the divorce, so maybe the rabbi should say that she should also have to give him some kind of money since she's the one who wants the divorce." That's why it says, that she goes out whether with her will or against her will. And the man can only divorce by his own will. So basically, if she wants to get divorced, there's no reason that we would ever say that she has to give him money because the only way that she can get the divorce is only if he agrees. So by the fact that he has gone and give her, given her a get, that shows that he's okay with this fact. And therefore, since he could hold it back, after the mashi lavigita means he could hold back the get if he wants to. He only gives it on his own accord. Therefore, we can never be machai. We can't ever obligate the woman to give some kind of money, some ksuva money, only if the husband is the one doing the divorcing. So then he has to give her money. That's why there's a ksuva only written, and she's the one who benefits from the divorce. Ksuva is isha bezibars. We said in the Mishnah that she gets the lowest quality of land. Amar Marzutra, brother of Nachman. Marzutra, the son of Rav Nachman, said, Amrin ela miyasmi. That this is only true if she's collecting from the Yosemim, from the, this guy died, and now she's collecting from the orphans. From, I don't know if it's her kids, but it's definitely his kids. day, but in regards to if she's collecting directly from him, bebeinanis. So then he has the right to collect, she has the right, I'm sorry, to collect, even from the medium quality lands. She doesn't have to only get from the lowest quality. So the Gemara says, miyasmi, If it's true that it's only talking about the orphans, so forget about the fact that it's ksuvas isha. Afilu kalmi linami. Anything that's collected from the orphans is also collected from zibaris. The hatnan, ain from minichsisam elamin hazibaris. The only thing that you can collect from in regards to the orphan's properties is only from the worst. So it can't be that that's what it's saying. It must be that it's talking about that even from her husband she can't collect anything better than the worst. El-Alav, Mine, must be from him. 
Gemara says, Lo miyasmi. Really, I'll tell you that it doesn't have to be talking about from the husband. It could be even talking about the orphans. Uksuvas isha, it's trichale. And we need to tell you the novelty of Ksuvas isha. You might have thought, We might have thought that because there's a special chain that we want, according to Rashi, we want her to be willing to go and marry men. We want women to be able to, to be interested in marrying men. And if they know that they're going to get some lousy quality land in the end, they're going to be upset. They're not going to want to marry men. So maybe we'll be Makel and say, that that uh, that in regards to the Yisoyimim, so even though normally they get zibaris, she should get she should get medium quality. Kamash Malan, no, we don't say that. We're not worried about that, and therefore, even in that case, from the Yisoyimim, she also gets zibaris. But in regards to the husband, it could be indeed like Marzutra said, Marzutra Peder Nachman, that you wouldn't in fact get from the husband the medium quality. Amar Rava, so Rava says like this, Toshima, let's bring you a proof. Rabbi Meir, I mean, Rabbi Meir says, A woman collects from the middle, the middle quality land, according to Rabbi Meir. Miman, who are we talking about? If you're telling me that the case is that according to the Tanakama, that she's getting from the lowest quality from the Yisoyimim, that's the case according to Marzut Shabir Nachman, Rabbi Meir argues in that case, and he says you get from the middle level. If it's talking about from the orphans, what, doesn't Rabbi Meir hold of that which he says, that the only thing you can get from is from the lowest quality, must be talking about that we're talking about that it's coming from the husband. We can deduce that the Rabbis, which is Rabbi Huda, hold that you get from the lowest, even from the husband. The Mar says, not true. Really, I'll tell you that we're talking about from the orphans. According to Rabbi Meir, he indeed holds that you will get from the middle thing. Because a woman, we want women to marry men. And they're not going to be interested in marrying men unless they know that in the end, if anything bad happens, that uh, they'll be able to get from the middle quality, even from the assignment. Amar Abayi says, Maybe I can prove it from here. Tashema, bring your proof. Hanizak and shaman lehem be'edis. Damages are are charged based on the best quality land. Ubal chayv be'beinayness. Someone who's owed money gets from the medium quality. Ksuvasi shabizibar she gets from the lowest. Miman. Who are we talking about? Ilema miyasmi. If the third case is talking about from yisaimim, from the from the kids, from the orphans, might your yaksuvasi isha. So then, why is it true by yaksuvasi isha? Afilu kol haninami. All of the previous cases as well. We were talking about nizik. We were talking about balchay. They should also only get from zibaris. Elalav mine. Must be talking about from the guy himself, from the husband. It's not talking about from yisaimim. All of a sudden, there's a new case. What are we talking about here? It could be that it's all talking about from the orphans. But the case is where the father of this guy who died, or in the first two cases he didn't die, but in the, in the, in the, the father of this guy, so he said, I'm going to be the guarantor for any problematic things that exist. So now what happens? So the father of this guy had he said I'm going to be a guarantor for any kind of damages or for the money that's owed by my son or for the money that's owed to my, by my son to his wife in each case there's going to be a payment based on its separate halacha when it comes to damages and money that's owed, those things are collected while the guy's still alive. Gavu Yunami. So therefore he also collects based on the what would happen if he's still alive, which is from the best of his field or from the middle of his medium of his field. Ki magvi magvi. So so too over here, when the when they're collecting from the guarantor, they're also collecting well, just like when he's still alive. Ksuvas Isha de la however, in regards to the Ksuva that comes after death, Gavya, that's when it's collected. Ula Misa, Miman Gavya. So who do they collect from after death? 
death miasmi from the from the assignment from the kids who from the orphans. So Yunami ki magbi kilaachar misa magbi. So therefore, when they go and they collect from the guarantor, they're also going to collect from the lowest, even though normally they wouldn't decollect from the medium, since the case is talking about where the guy died. So therefore, they're also going to collect from the guarantor from the lowest, and that's why this case is talking about where the lowest. But normally, even from the husband, you get from the medium. So now the Gemara has a problem. The typically the arif the ksuva so we have a concept that we're going to see in the Hemshech of the Gemara on the next daf that when there's an art, a person who's a guarantor, so the guarantor doesn't really work to guarantee the person who wants to get the money. They're not going to get the money out of this guarantor by when it comes to Aksuvas Isha. We're going to see why. But the problem is that how can you say that the cases where there's a guarantor, the guarantor never works by Aksuvas Isha, by this woman who's trying to get this money. So Gemara says, Bekablon. The case is where he didn't just say, I'm going to be the guarantor, but he made a kinyan. Rashi explains that the case is where the Baal, the, the husband, says to his wife, here's the money that I'm going to pay you from the ksuva if I ever divorce you or I die. So the wife takes the money, and nothing has happened yet. They're still happily married. She gives it now to this arev, to the guarantor. The guarantor takes the money, gives it back to the woman. The woman gives it back to the husband. And this whole thing is done in order to create a kinyan that this is a serious business. And once this whole thing is done, so then the guarantor will, of course, indeed pay. Not so simple Actually, it's not so, of course, but in this case, he will indeed pay. It's called a cobble, and he's accepted upon himself to, to really pay. So, in that case, that's why that's the case, and that's why he's collecting from the worst. So, the says, Honey, according to the one who says that if Ruvain is borrowing money from Shimon, and Ruvain does not have anything to pay back Shimon with. Nevertheless, the guarantor still is ready to put himself on the line, despite the fact that Ruvain really has nothing. So according to him, then we understand. Everything makes a lot of sense. That there's, a, there's one guy who says that when is it that the guarantor really guarantees it, even with a Kenyan? Only if the guy who's borrowing the money, which is Ruvain, has the money to pay. But if he doesn't have the money to pay at this time, so then he's not going to stand behind this guy. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's ever going to pay, I'm going to be the one stuck with it. Michael, what are you going to say? So the Gemara answers, We could say that the case was where he originally did have, now he doesn't have, but he did originally have. And it got destroyed. Another explanation, That when we're talking about a father and his son, so a father is willing to take those risks, a father is willing to take on for himself, I'm, you know, if my, fund, if my son defaults on it, I will take care of it. So that's the case, and that's why, indeed, he has completely accepted upon himself, and that's why he pays from Zibaris, because since the guy has died, then so it's going to come from the assignment, and since now they're going back to the guarantor, so therefore they only collect from Zibaris, just like that's all they could collect from the assignment. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Dove.